Hey everyone, this is Logan Kraft and Campfire Kenny Walls, and welcome to a show where we know life is like a box of chocolates, but we are horribly allergic. This is Logan versus Kenny. How are you doing tonight, Kenny? I'm wonderful, sir. It's been a long time. It's really, it's really great to talk to you. It's been way too long. It's been six weeks, in fact. There we go. Since we were since we recorded. Let's right. put it like that. It's been good. I mean, we got to see each other in, on Halloween, but you've been busy as all get out, so... So how's your tri- how's your uh, journey down the trail went? Well, Kenny, if I'm being honest, if I was any worse right now, I'd be standing in the line at a DMV uh, just perpetually for the rest of my life. I have for seven weeks had one question that has plagued me. It has been in the back of my mind. Everything I do, everything I look at reminds me of this question. I'll be looking at the most beautiful woman in the world, and in my mind, all I can see is this one topic, because it has yet to be answered. And Kenny, I want us to be the two people that finally put down a solid answer to, what is Bigfoot Dick? (laughs) So we're really going to, what is Bigfoot Dick? Bigfoot Penis has been in the back of my mind for the last seven weeks after I did a roundtable on the Cryptic Connection podcast. And one of the topics we got into was Bigfoot and horses, which always ends up with the topic of Bigfoot phallus. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> Kenny, it is it is time. It is time. It is time that we get our hands we get our hands. We get our hands around the Bigfoot the, the the girthy subject Bigfoot that dick. is Bigfoot fellatio. We need to take a long hard look. I don't even know what, how to spell fellatio. F L A C I O. That's what I thought. <laughs> so where do you go from here? The front well, or the rear? Okay. I I don't know exactly how in-depth we're going to go with this topic, Kenny. I can tell you that I doubt any normal, sane human being would even make it past my opening statement. Right. So is that like six inches, eight inches, or ten inches in? This, this I want to go oh, at least, <laughs> at least half an inch in. Half, you want, you, so you just want to put the head in. That's all. I promise it's all I want to do. I just want to put the head in. Half an inch is the head? Hey, man. You never know. Maybe it's a Chinese guy. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Apologize, but hey, you know, who knows? Okay. So I did I did tell you about two days ago to look up, you know, research Bigfoot and horses and whatnot. Yes, I did. And I didn't find much, but yeah. Mostly braiding about, mostly Bigfoot's braiding a horse's mane. So I guess while they're having sex with a horse, they're braiding. That's what I basically gathered on some of the stuff that I've read. So I'm really not um, really smart on this subject because pretty much haven't worried, worried about a Bigfoot humping horse. Now me, I'd be worried about a Bigfoot humping me at the camp by myself with some music playing. I'd be kind of worried. Kind of. Maybe not worried at all. You never know. I'm glad I'm glad you answered that the way you did, because the first thing we must do to talk about 
the penis of a Bigfoot's is discuss what is the possible size of said penis. A Highland gorilla, basically it is the largest of the apes, has a penis length of two and a half inches. Do you think that Sasquatch would be either the size of a gorilla, or do you believe that it would be the size of a normal man? My normal man? I, I mean, a normal man for sure. Now, okay. Sure. This leads me to the question of, do you think that their reproductive organs are outside their body? Or do you think it's like a dog and it kind of goes in and shoots out? Yeah, because I can't see, because, yeah, I mean, you don't never hear a report of a Bigfoot walking through the wood and you're seeing a nine foot slong sliding to the, you know, I, I think it's probably like a dog. It'd be the any. I've heard stories where it's both. So that leads me to believe that there could be two different species, uh, well, not two, but multiple species of Bigfoot, of Sasquatch, and they all have different reproductive uh, organ layouts. Maybe. Or, you know, it's kind of like after you've had sex, whatever how your, you know, how your your member is, you know, it's out there. It's still lengthy. It's kind of sagging a little bit. But you're if you're having to walk off, maybe maybe he done done something. Maybe he done had some sex. And that's what you're seeing as he's walking away. Maybe it maybe is him. And then it comes out, and he already had sex, and then now it's out, and it goes in later, and you don't see it. You know what I mean? I mean, it could be. It gives him a little pep in his step, you know? It's a little pep in his step. Do you think that Sasquatch has ever went through a trash can, and while they were digging through it, they found a little blue pill, and he just took it, and then for a couple of hours, he was just out there sword fighting with everything he was walking through? <laughs> right. No, I think it could be possible, because actually— he probably put could have ate a couple of mushrooms, some berries or something that could have, you know, hey, you never know. And it, maybe that made his slong get long and he went and went and did a ding a dong. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> he's running through the woods like that. I, I don't know. I mean, now. <laughs> <laughs> now, OK, if so we are going to. Was I pictured this? <laughs> Well, you have to. In your mind's eye, you have to be able to see the Sasquatch peen to fully appreciate our topic. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Since we are going to go with the opinion that Bigfoot has a penis like your typical human male, do you think at any point in time to impress the female Sasquatches, he comes out of the woodline doing a windmill? Yes, most definitely. I think so. I think do so. You, do you think that when he does windmills, he makes howls and calls, and that's what we're hearing? That's a possibility like a motherfucker for sure, dude. That's a great analogy for sure. That's, yes, I believe so. That's I him saying, come get some. <laughs> yeah, and then the other ones are like, I'm coming to get you. Not to kill and, you, I'm going to hump you. And then you have Matt Moneymaker out here going, Oh, and he goes, that's going to bring him in. And he doesn't realize that he's about to get raped by Bigfoot. He probably already has been. So, ooh. So, I'm just saying, I mean, how do you know that that's what it sounds like unless you it's been done to you? And if that's what we think it sounds that way, then I think it could be true. I mean, it's not for a fact, but I'm just saying. I mean, 
to my knowledge, nobody nobody <laughs> has evidence of Bigfoot penis. Now, Kenny, I'm sure you know this. I don't. I'm sure most of our listeners know this. But there are certain animals that have an actual bone in their penis. Right. Like a raccoon. Raccoon, maybe. Do you think Bigfoot has a bone in his bone? It's a possibility for damn sure. Er. The bone. Er, er, er. Uh, yeah, I think it's very possible for sure. I mean, I mean, unless you get up close and personal with it, I guess you don't know, right? You know. I like I like the idea of Bigfoot falling out of a tree while erect and landing on a deer and stabbing it like a spear. Yes. For hunting purposes. Right. That's a possibility for sure. Like I said, how do you know? You don't know. There could be. That's how it could fish. <laughs> that's how it could fish. <laughs> I mean, come on. He could do it. He's humping some water, stabs a couple of fish, rolls on. Right. He's hungry. Oh. He's meat. <laughs> Then his then his then his lady says, was like, where have you been? I smell something different on you. Yeah, back up, baby. I got a bunch of Sasquatch hoes out there. I'm doing the windmill right now, baby. Look at it. This is my tuna roll. <laughs> right on. Exactly. Hey, it's pop. Hey, anything's possible, right? We we discussed that way back when we started our shows. Anything's possible. The and I know this aliens, anything. I know this show. We said that it's not going to be Bigfoot centric. And I really want this to be the last episode where we dedicate an entire show to Bigfoot. I agree. But I figured we should go out with a bang on this yeah. topic because a this Bigfoot is a Bigfoot bang. A Bigfoot bang. That's right. He's banging the shit out of that motherfucker right now. Bam, bam, bam. My goal is to put as many puns in this episode as I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm crying, dude. Oh, my God. What's next with the penis? <laughs> the penis. You know, cats, felines, <laughs> have barbs on their penis. <laughs> Do you yeah. think Bigfoot has barbs? He, on, could, on... Have, he could have barbs. This, is, this could be a true. I mean, that could happen. That most definitely, he could like reel them in in a second. Let me tell you right now that I believe that the Ohio Howl is actually Bigfoot intercourse caught on recording. I believe. If you've never heard the Ohio Howl, I want you to go look it up on YouTube right now. That is the sound I guarantee you that Bigfoot would make if, in fact. The male Bigfoot had barbs on his member. <laughs> exactly. I agree 100%. Heard it. Yes. Nothing to the Ohio Night Stalkers. Nothing bad about anything. But yes, it's what, it's a possibility for damn sure. That's a good. That was good, Logan. That, I like that. I mean, that's that. Now, is, maybe the coyote screams aren't the coyote screams. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're next to the. Maybe it's the, that's how they teach the young ones. Catch a coyote, hump the shit out of it. And it's I mean a barred owl. Who who knows? So what you're saying is Sasquatch uses coyotes as nature's natural fleshlight. Could be. Most definitely. I'm telling you right now, we're either getting sponsored by Fleshlight or we're losing every single listener we have. Yeah, well, that won't be the first time. <laughs> and I'm sure it won't be the last. <sighs> It's all okay. good, man. Hey, man, we're having fun. We haven't been here six weeks. Been by lockdown, COVID, camping all over the world. 
which the world is three or four states. But, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a lot of loading and unloading, dude. Yes, yes, it is. Logan's unloading and loading will come up later in the show. Speaking of loads, do you <laughs> think that there's enough pressure behind a Bigfoot load to blow somebody's eye out of socket? I think it would. I think a person can actually blow somebody's eye out if it's the right load. But yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it would. It could. It'd be deadly. It would like blow your brains out. Have you ever? Have you ever thought about maybe? When you're out in the, in the forest, in the woods by yourself, and you hear what sounds like a tree knock, <laughs> that's actually Bigfoot either doing one of two things. Either he is slamming his erect peen against a tree in a show of dominance, or he has sniper aim and just absolute pressure behind it, and he shoots and he hits the tree and it makes a noise. That's how loud, like a paintball gun. It just hits the tree and it blows, and that's that's what you're hearing. I could definitely, I could definitely get down with both of them, but most definitely the 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 dig against the tree. Like if I if I had a Sasquatch dig and I wanted to call up some chicks, I would slam my dick against the tree. I wouldn't have to shoot it off. They would be blown away anyway. But I would I would just be able to slap my dick against the tree and then it would be on like Donkey Kong or like Sasquatch Kong. Whatever, or and Sasquatch dong or whatever. But it could be both. I mean, you could kill a bird. I mean, why would he? Why would he waste it on a tree when he you could know, use it like a weapon? Kenny, that's genius. You you just given me that that idea. He is so proficient with where he's going to shoot his shot that if he wanted to catch a bird, all he had to do was take about however long it would take him to come and, <laughs> and just pinpoint accuracy shoot at that bird. And it would never have a chance. Never have a chance. Never. It'd be over. Anybody. It would go out in a blaze of white. Right. And do you know that? So so when rocks are being thrown at you, are you sure that it's rocks being thrown at your tent? I heard a pebble hit my tent. Are you sure? He could be 250 yards away shooting you with his pebble to let you know. There's some DNA right there. Probably on your tent. You didn't even know. You thought it was some bird shit. But it wasn't. It was but some it wasn't. Sasquatch cum. Oh, God. <laughs> Or should I say sperm or whatever? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. We've reached a new level. We've reached a new low for us. That's the and I love it. I absolutely love it. Um I don't I mean how how low can we go? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, give me a break. I want to at some point have an actual sex health doctor come on this show. After we make them, we force them to listen to this episode. Force them to listen, yes. And then have them come on and tell us what they think about our analysis. I think it's an awesome analysis, actually. Kenny, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure they would give us doctorates in sexual education. Most definitely. It's a possibility for sure. I mean, the penis knocking against a tree, come on. That's calling the man. Like I said, if he, he if he's hungry, he can shoot a fish. He don't have to jump on it. He can shoot a fish. If he's that potent and he's that strong, that dude, that dude killing it from 250 yards away, a deer, whatever. He got it. Just absolute precision and accuracy. Precision, accuracy, yes. Hey, man, he's been doing it for how long? Come on. We don't even know. I'm not going to say that he was around when Jesus was here, but he probably was before Jesus was here because I don't want to ever diss Jesus at all. <laughs> so... But yeah, he probably was around before, you know. That's maybe that's what killed all the the uh 
all the big uh anyway I'm, i had a brain fart like a motherfucker the dinosaurs the dinosaurs maybe that's who killed the dinosaurs with his precision penis shots come on i just imagine he would have took down a t-rex just for the pure enjoyment that the t-rex itself couldn't get a hand on its own penis hey where's the t-rex now where's the t-rex now come on hello. actually this is an interesting fact scientists believe that a t-rex's penis was 12 foot long i can't even i mean i'm i'm okay well bigfoot could have took it out guaranteed because he made it I, all the way and they didn't one of the largest penises in the world at this moment is a i think it was a blue well it is a well i'm pretty sure it's a blue well penis a well penis is called a dork, by the way. So if you ever want to get dorked down, just go swim in the ocean for a while. And I that we when we were kids, that's what we would call you if you were stupid. You were a dork. So <laughs> there you go. You were a whale's penis. Kenny, do you know what animal has, I believe, to be the biggest body to a penis size ratio? A giraffe? If I'm not wrong, it's a duck. Ducks' penises are huge, and if you haven't seen one, I suggest that you, you know, first go see your local, I don't know, exorcist or whatever, and get blessed. But then, after you've been cleansed in the eyes of the Lord, go on Google and look up a duck's penis, and then you'll see. I believe you. No, I, I believe that I don't have to go look up. But it, other listeners, if you want to go look it up, I believe that Logan's 100% true. I will not get out my phone right now to look up for about a duck's penis, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I'll Jeff Stewart, if Jeff, Jeff Stewart, Stewart listens to our uh, this show, I'm probably going to get a lot of messages about duck penis. Oh yeah, most definitely, because if there's anything that Jeff knows, he knows a lot about animals. I did almost said it, but I won't say it because he will come to my house, rip my head off, poop down my neck, cook me on a pit, serve it to other people, and you'd never know that Kenny was hey, gone. <laughs> you'd never know that that was Kenny until Jeff <laughs> slipped up and said, hey, by the way, has anybody seen Kenny? Right. You'd never know. He wouldn't even say it. He will keep a secret. Oh, dude, he's he's righteous. There's nothing nothing but love for Jeff Stewart, most definitely. I mean, I mean, he's in Tinnahaw. He could shoot me from here, there. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'd be dead. He'd probably use a Bigfoot penis, too. Probably knows one. He probably knows. Needs to go down there and kill Kenny. Okay. Well, they tried to do that on uh, uh other show. So the real topic here, I told you to look up Bigfoot and horses. And and we're going to get a little bit more serious on this one. I'm still, you know, I really, I'm here for fun right now. I have been through six to seven weeks of hell, which, no, it wasn't all bad, but it has just been nonstop. Fuck that. So uh, people say that Bigfoot go out, and it's normally in groups of two, and one will hold the neck of the horse the other will mount it from the rear and they will have their way with it and while the one is holding the front end of the horse it will sit there and it will braid the hair it will mess with the hair and all of this other stuff you know and the same thing i've heard the same thing being done with the tails of the horses kenny i don't know if you're like me have you grown up around horses at all no i mean i've, I've seen them i mean they're around they're kind of close by, but I didn't like ride them or nothing. Not like okay. would. Maybe <laughs> goats, but not not horses. They're they're kind of tall, you know. I I need a step ladder. Not sure <laughs> that my penis would even be large enough for a horse. Goats. Kenny, I, 
Is, I, I don't oh. know if we'll get uh, arrested or not for mentioning that. <laughs> I apologize, Peter. My bad. Yeah, we're sorry, Peter. <laughs> this is all just in uh, uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Now that that's clarified, Kenny, not goat fucker Kenny. Come on, <laughs> next. He, he'd have to move to Scotland for that. Anyway, <laughs> I we my family used to own a horse. My aunt has a ranch where she boards and trains horses. And I've been around horses for a long time. I've been around a majority of farm animals and livestock. I've been around, like, you know, just random animals my entire life. Poor animals. Yeah, I know. I can tell you that all of these pictures that you see of horses with their hair braided, the horses can do that themselves while in a stall. Horse hair is typically oily. Unless you're sitting there and you're taking care of this horse every single day. If this horse is running around in a field, the hair is oily. It's getting thrown to the side, side, side. I mean, it's flipping its mane all the time. All the time. It knows what's up. Keep it out of his face. They know how they're doing. Exactly. And so that hair gets braided. It's not braided. It gets twisted up and it looks like that. People call it a witch's knot. Right. I've heard that. Until somebody brings me a video or a picture of Bigfoot actually braiding this hair, I will never, ever tell somebody that Bigfoot braided horses' hair because I know those horses do that themselves. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, if if somebody tells me that a Bigfoot just got off that that, uh, UFO right there and it flew away, then I'm still going to be like, what? You didn't even talk about the UFO. You just said Bigfoot got off of it. Where was the aliens? You know, what? what's the... Yeah. I, I understand, you know. Until you actually see something, you know, you know. But, yeah, I don't see... Maybe the Bigfoot can ejaculate the horse. And it can shoot out a, a owl or a duck or whatever and kill it so the Bigfoot can eat it. I'm saying. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a reach around. Here's my next point on this topic. It's a, it's a shame we even talk about this because it's so common sense that it shouldn't be a thing. The average horse, and this is ju- this is not breed specific. I'm literally going to the lowest to the highest end. The average horse is 840 to 2,200 pounds. Right. I don't know, Kenny, if you've ever been kicked by a horse. Nope, but I've seen them do it. I'm going to tell you right now, it hurts. I have been kicked in the shin by a horse one time, and I never will ever go behind a horse ever again. Maybe a goat. A goat, yeah. But a goat's going to try to headbutt you, you know? You just spin them around. Yeah, exactly. Now, if a Bigfoot had its way with a goat, I could see that. Right. I could see a goat. I could see a miniature pony. But I cannot see a full-grown horse. (laughs) A goat on a steak. There's if you okay, even if there are two Bigfoot holding this horse, one is one one is holding the head and the neck and the upper areas, and the other is literally in hump mode and he's got his hands on its waist or butt or something like that. There is absolutely nothing stopping this horse from kicking straight back and taking out this Bigfoot's leg, knee, shin, ankle, anything. Right? And if something, we're going to go mid-range here. If something 1,000 pounds that is built to kick straight behind it kicks you, you're no longer going to be humping this animal. Right. Not standing up for sure. They have to 
You have to be in the lay down position from behind, bent over, and like like cuddling. That'd be the only way it could be possible. You would have to go yeah. and you would the have horse to. Is already scared of everything anyway, and they're gonna freak out. That's another point I want to make. But to go off of what you just said, do you think that Bigfoot goes and he makes wine and he goes out there and he has a nice and cheese cracker plate with salami? and a thing of wine, and he slowly gets the horse to trust him, and he just slowly starts to caress the horse. And then penetrate. I got you. No, yeah. I don't believe that happens at all. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that blows that theory out of the water. I was going to say, maybe he has now, a maybe little... Maybe a cell phone call or something, like a, you know, maybe one of them, maybe some kind of sex video or sexting or something, maybe, but not he, wine. He, go, he goes out there and he just, he, he, the other Bigfoot that's going to hold the horse from the front. Do you think that he has some form of a Bigfoot saxophone and he sits there and he plays Songbird by Kenny G to get him in the mood and ease the other Bigfoot into it and ease the horse into it and just lower and melt the tension between them? Oh my and, God, you just melted me. Stop. It only gets worse from here, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> I, got you. I love you. Besides the horse kicking the absolute shit out of whatever's behind it, which I can guarantee you, unless it's another horse mounting this horse, it's going to kick the shit out of it. Like you said, Kenny, that horse is going to make a lot of noise. Fuck yeah, man. It's going to be pissed, dude. Everybody that owns a farm, a legitimate farm where you have livestock, has either one of two safety features built in. You either have donkeys and or mules because yeah. they protect your stock. They do. Or you have some form of dog protection where you have a pack of dogs that protect your livestock. Herd. Right. They protect the herd. Exactly. I drive through the National Forest a lot. I go through a lot of farmlands after the National Forest. Everywhere you go, there's donkey, 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 and mules. I mean, there's a bunch of jackasses all the way where I go because they're there to protect the herd. And these are thousands of acres around the National Forest. Exactly. Hello. And especially if you have a donkey or a mule, they follow the livestock. Yes, they do. A dog, the dogs will go back to the home or whatever, and when they hear trouble, they'll go for it. But the donkeys and the mules stay with the livestock. They're there always. If I'm going to talk about something that I am very familiar with, do you know what a Great Pyrenees is? Yes. My aunt's ranch, she has about five or six Great Pyrenees. Mm -hmm. They are all full grown. She calls them the White Mafia. They kill any animal that comes on that property that is not one of the livestock animals. Right. They kill coyotes. They kill yes. bobcats. They kill uh, hogs. They kill, I mean, they will kill it. Yes. The only, I think the only thing they really leave alone are deer, and that is it. Yes. We we went out to the, uh, It's. I think it was Doublefield or Kelly's Pond over there, and we were talking to somebody, and they were saying that there were two great Pyrenees that ran, that somebody had dumped, and they'd been out there for years. And they were like, somebody was like, well, I don't understand how they can't, you know, somebody can't get them and they can't, you know, the, how they survived this whole time because they're badass motherfuckers. They're bad. They're bad. They'll, they'll, they're got their, they got their deal and they're probably still out there. They, I mean, they are snow, snow white until they're yes. covered in blood. 
<laughs> kind of like that. You said there were two out there in Stubblefield? Somewhere in that area. And then they heard the story. Somebody else, you know, of course, once again, it's a story, but there was two great Pyrenees that were running around out there in the National Forest and in, in, in the SAM. I mean, they people dump dogs all the time, but undoubtedly they were making it for a long, and they weren't on, they weren't somebody's dogs. They couldn't catch them. What, at one time we knew a dude that was the, uh, he was ahead of the, the motorized trail coalition out there. And uh, he had talked about that. But yeah, I don't know. They're they're just bad. They're I mean, they ain't get humped by I guarantee you they ain't get humped by a Sasquatch. Guarantee. <laughs> now here's what here's what I'm bringing <laughs> into this. Let's just take for account the farm has five to six Great Pyrenees full grown that protect everything on that property. Great Pyrenees do not back down in a pack. I'm pretty sure the only reason they would ever back down is if somebody shot damn near half of the pack. And I'm pretty sure they will still be trying to go for whoever it is shooting. Oh, yeah, that's their mindset. Most definitely. Most definitely. The horse is going to be making distress signal sounds. You now have six Great Pyrenees coming to kill whatever is humping that horse. Yes. Bigfoot might get his penis bit off, and we might have evidence of Bigfoot dick. Right. We could have. But this is the thing. I told the reporter that one time when I was at the we was at the Texas Bigfoot conference, and he was asking me questions and everything. And he was like saying, you know, if you ever found a Bigfoot, you know, whatever, I would be like, it'd be over. But he's like, why can't you find a Bigfoot? I said, because he's smarter than we are. He's not going to go in that area. He's not even going to get near that area. He knows that there's Great Pyrenees there. He knows there's a donkey. Or there would be slaughtered animals all over and humped. They'd be fucked and then ate eaten. I mean, I think they're more man-like type where they're looking at the other Bigfoot. Or even like a woman. You know, a, a real-life woman. You know, not a... And pe- I mean, honestly, that, that makes Thank more you. sense. I just do not see... An animal the size of a horse giving in to a Bigfoot. Now, the only way I would get around this is if the horse were to be killed. I could see that. Like I told you, it'd be one of them things where if they if they were like what some of our friends believe. Some of our friends believe that they would be able to put a trance over the horse, maybe something like that. That is true. I've heard that before. You know what I'm saying? So we we've heard this. So it's a possibility, whatever, you know in ever somebody else's mind but as far as being me being i'm not saying that other people are not being rational but as somebody that's been around animals a lot and i you know and i'm not i'm not a hunter and i don't go try to kill everything but i observe and yeah i don't see it happening unless it's something that where the animal is somehow like ate some mushrooms or some shit dude and it fell on the side and the bigfoot came up you or he did he could put some kind of spell on you because otherwise then other animals would be trying why would a cow not go try to hump the horse then you know what where's where does it stop you know now, what, are you going out and humping trying to hump everything well i'm never don't answer that question as talking, a, your lawyer don't answer that question okay you talked about putting a trance over said horse the the there was a comment that we found on facebook of all places facebook obviously that is what triggered our talk about Sasquatch penis seven weeks ago. I'm going to read you word for word the first comment in this chain of dialogue. That looks like the works of a dark magic Sasquatch there. 
I would be extra careful, my friend. They have been known to cast spells on humans like us that inebriate you, and they are... Well, how, what the... They inebriate you, and they, they are sexual, able to take advantage of you. Most of the reports I have covered have been human males getting cornholed by a young Sasquatch. Just make sure you keep an eye out behind you, friend. Hey, man, I guess they called their friend Sasquatch. I'm saying, I mean, I've, I've never really heard any of that. I mean, I've heard some shit, but what's... Anyway, they want to be humped by a Sasquatch. This is a true story, and uh, I, we, I, there's no names mentioned, but I heard a story that a lady had was contacting a group. She was telling said person uh, about the Bigfoot wanting to hump her on her boat. I mean, hello. It's kind of like a very, very weird version of Titanic. <laughs> I mean, wh- where, do, where does it stop? Where, do, where does it start and where does it stop, you know? I mean, it kills us because you do go out and do research, Logan. I know you do. I'm not. I don't do research. I don't know. I couldn't tell you if somebody was telling me the truth or telling me a lie. I wouldn't be able to tell you nothing. I just can tell by people. You know, I judge my people by how they treat me. I don't care what people say about Logan ever because Logan is my friend and I love him with all my heart. So it doesn't fucking matter. You fucking go against him. You want to hurt that man? I'm gonna be right there with you. But it, uh, it, you believe what you want to believe, whatever. But yeah, fuck that, dude. I don't know. If, if Bigfoot come and dangle his balls in my face, then I don't know what I'm supposed to do then. Can you imagine that you're asleep, okay? And I know people do this all the time. <laughs> and you sleep, got, the, you sleep, you're hammock camping. I, I, yeah, I sleep in a hammock, but I'm getting at this. People, there are people that literally just fall on the ground and go to sleep. I've, I do that sometimes <laughs> where I'll just be walking through the woods and I'll lay down and I'll go to sleep. Imagine... You wake up, and the only thing you see hanging over your face is just a pair of balls just yeah, swinging. big-ass, swinging, hairy-ass nuts. Because they're not like ours. They're hairy as fuck. They the fucking, they they wooly-bully right there. Wooly-bully. And, and, and you go, what the hell is that? And then Bigfoot just goes, oh, shit, you're up. <laughs> and then it's all of a sudden you're like this. What happened? I'm a Bigfoot bitch now. I like to imagine, though, that... <laughs> I want to do this from the horse's perspective. Okay, so we're going to do this from the perspective of a horse, okay? The horse's name is going to be Jerome, and Jerome is just walking out through the pasture, and he's having a great time. He's living his best horse life. He is just an absolute stud. All the female horses want to be with him. All the male horses want to be him. And then suddenly... From the woodline comes Tom and Jerry, the Bigfoots, and they walk out there, okay, and they go, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to hold you, and I'm going to talk, and I'm going to whisper sweet nothings into your ear, and I'm going to play with your hair. Jerry here is going to get behind you, and he's going to make you feel good. At first, Jerome, the horse, is like, man, I don't know what to think about this. I'm not really having a good time. You know, I, I don't know. No, no. And oh, it's in. By that point in time, Tom and Jerry are having their way with Jerome. OK, so Jerome is sitting there and it's just, you know, Tom is sitting there playing with the hair and he's making like little knots and everything in the hair. 
Jerry's just going to town because that's what Bigfoot do. They go to town on horses, apparently. Almost as fast as it started, it's over. And, and, and Jerry, Jerry gets off. Jerry goes, Tom, it's your turn. And they switch places because Tom gets sloppy seconds because he didn't pay for yesterday's meal. So Tom gets back there. Jerry gets up there and Jerry starts playing with Jerome's hair. And Jerome's just over here like, uh, 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 I don't know what's going on. I'm just a horse trying to eat hay and live my horse life. Nay, nay, nay. Tom is having some fun back there. For some reason, Jerome has lost all instincts and has not made a single sound. He has not tried to kick. He has not swatted his tail. He's not done any of this stuff. Tom gets done. And they both step away. And J Jerome turns around. And he looks at both of them. And they both just go, eh, that was all right. And Jerome goes, but, but I thought this was supposed to be special. And then Tom and Jerry just go, ah, no, we just, we just do this all the time, like once a week, you know. And he goes, oh, okay, well, are you at least going to call me? Can you, can you please, please call me? And Tom and Jerry just go, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll get in touch. And they turn around and they start walking off. And, well, now Jerome is all heartbroken, okay? And Jerome is just sad. He's super sad horse. And he's walking back to the stable. And he's, his hair's a mess. You know, he's got mystery secretions all over his rear. And he's walking back, and he gets in the stable. And that one asshole horse that's a stable across from him named, I don't Billy. Billy's sitting there, and he goes, what the hell happened? And Jerome goes, it's a schlong story. It's a schlong story. <laughs> What's he saying? I mean... <laughs> I mean, what do you do? You can't say nothing. They used him. That was wrong. I want you to know, for seven weeks, I had that joke in my head. And the only part of that joke I knew was I wanted to be the punchline to be, it's a schlong story. It's a schlong story. Everything else was made up right here and now on the spot. That was awesome. That was good. <laughs> I even peed during the content, during the, the story and uh, heard every bit of it. So it was awesome. It's funny. I mean, I love the dig. The two, Tom and Jerry, come on. Tom and Jerry will never call Jerome back, and Jerome lives nope. his whole life feeling like he wasn't good enough. So Yeah, he's like searching his whole life, you know, from here on out. Like, nobody will ever be what Tom and Jerry was at all. It'll never happen. It's a sad commentary. It must make me want to cry there for Tom and Jerry. But, I mean, yeah. Tom and Jerry, but Jerome. But. Poor Jerome. And damn, now I'm going to remember every time somebody says Jerome, they're like, hey, man, do you know Tom and Jerry? Oh, shit. Love to, you. Get, to get off the sad topic of Jerome never getting a call back. <laughs> and getting pounded in the fuck and being taken advantage of. Thinking that you're going to get some love. You're going to get love. We're going to love you. <laughs> We're going to love you. Oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, we just used you. I'm sorry. I don't want I'm not your baby's daddy. So I got to go. Hey, Big man, I watch, I watch Maury and I watch. Jerry Springer. And Ann always says to me, I don't understand why you watch it. I said, because, listen, it's fun to watch these people because th these they just so dumb, you know. But there you go. Bigfoot could be on Jerry Springer. Tom and Jerry. Man, and, and Jerome, man, that would be a great episode. And then maybe they could go to Mari and then do like, okay, Tom, you are not the father. But Jerry, you are. <gasps> and cause a conflict in machine. And then the next thing you know, they're on Springer and they're beating each other's ass. 
Tom and Jerry are like, I loved her, but no, but I loved him. You know. And, and Jerome's over on one side of the stage going, all you had to do was call me back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, are we discussing the fact that a male horse got pregnant? I just realized it. Possibility. I mean, it could be. I mean, we don't know. I mean, it could have been from, you know, the other the other horse in the pasture, but we don't know. They really could, changed, Jerome. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. You never know. Now, so getting... We reached, a, we reached another low. I knocked something off, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit that out. It's okay, but we reached a low point. Just to, just so you know. I, I would like to say that this is the lowest the show will ever get, but I don't want to lie to you. Yes, I don't think it would be fun if we... I mean, why would you even come back? I mean, in my mind, we are still on a tame subject. <clears throat> Yeah, we haven't talked about having sex or somebody coming or, you know, getting fucked in the ass. We haven't talked about none of that shit, so I'm sure that we haven't never reached that that far down yet. Unless you're you going to suck it down. Somebody, Somebody's going to get this far in the show. I don't care how they're going to get here. They're going to skip through. They're going to fast forward. They're going to skip everything and hear that. And they're going to go back and they're going to tally mark every time we actually talked about that, something of right. that nature. And we're going to have a tally of how many times we talked about, about cum and sucking and fucking and all that shit. Right? I don't I don't think we've talked about sucking yet. No, I, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, maybe our show. That's probably the only time we said it was sucking was our show part. But, you know, it is what it is. Hey, um, man, we don't we only know one way, right? It's our way. <laughs> Just have fun. Do our deal. What's up, Logan? What you got? Come on. Let's bring it. Now that we're coming closer to the end of the show, as far as recording goes, let's talk about what we have done in the last six weeks, which I know two of those weeks, we did something together. Yes, we did. And we weren't being humped by Bigfoot. So just so y'all know. Thankfully. Yes. Thank- well, I mean, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe it could, maybe that's where we, it's a breakthrough. You know, you never know. Have you ever been cuddled? You know, maybe that's what happens to us. We're on some expedition. We're out there. And all of a sudden, you know, it happens. I mean, I won't tell if you don't tell. I if mean, it happens to honestly, us, I mean, we can, can kind of do some kind of deal after that. You know, At this point, if Bigfoot came up to me and just wanted to give me physical affection, <laughs> I would take it. I need it at I'm this point. Right with you. I'm right with you. I would just do whatever. He'd be like, yes, sir. No problem. Got you. I'd lay Bigfoot down and just be like, you don't know how much I needed this, man. (laughs) I'm going to make you hella pancakes in the morning. (laughs) You don't even know, motherfucker. Yes, thank you so much. Fuck them horses. Think about us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've reached another low, but anyway. (laughs) So, Jefferson. How low can we go? The first week of this six-week tirade was uh, the Jefferson, Texas Bigfoot Conference, which we both went to. Yes, we did. We We stayed at the Claiborne Bed and Breakfast in Jefferson, Texas. And I highly recommend all of our listeners at least go and stay there once because it is absolutely a beautiful home. It's a historic home. Jerry and Ann are great hosts. Yes, they are. I, Jerry's one of my best friends. I love them. We met them a few years back. We stayed there. For some reason, my wife picked there, and we pulled up, and we, we were pulling the boat. We were going on, because we were going to go on Caddo. 
we've seen these two people walking down the street and they got wine glasses or whatever and they're kind of swaying or whatever well they were that was jerry and ann <laughs> and man their breakfasts are great they and they don't even if you don't stay there even if you don't stay at their house they will not not accommodate you if you want a drink if you want water you want food whatever they got going on they will never turn it they're they're wonderful people so it was a great time yes logan that was one of, that was a really good time you know we had a few issues at the end but you know hey it is what it is we move on to the next deal my only regret with the claiborne house is the fact that i did not get to enjoy it how i wanted to i ended up being busier than i ever thought i would be it it happened about a week before before the conference on a Wednesday, I was sent a message by Craig Woolheater and he wanted me to go out, take a report in a town in East Texas. I got along with Michael Waldy and we went out there and we took the report and everything and it ended up being pretty cool. And I, I as of right now, I believe it. We got a face print off of a, a glass door. Well, Craig wanted us to do a presentation at the conference well that's less than a week to put together a presentation which is supposed to apparently at that point now be the saturday night main event you know <laughs> after dinner yeah so great job logie did what logie does best he slapped together the video great dude you know and we actually uh michael went out and he got the the glass out of that door and he brought it to the conference and everything and we had everybody that was there go by and look at the face print. They could take pictures of the face print and all that and whatnot. Wally and I actually were presenters at this year's Texas Bigfoot Conference, which is awesome, you know. Exactly. We, we had uh, Cliff and Shelly help us get uh, DNA samples and whatnot off the thing and send them to Doug Hycheck. And that's, like, freaking awesome, right, dude? <laughs> Come on. Hey, Cliff? If the cliff's involved in anything, man, that's 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 awesome. Which I had I had plenty of time driving Cliff around, which is another reason I was busy. <laughs> I I you know Yes, I I'm not I, I'm not, no, I'm I not got gonna I'm not gonna go into depth on the workload because there there there's there's some ins and outs on that subject that I'm yeah, kind of we, you know, I'm I can't I'm I I'll we, we, we do it. We know we know uh, Hey, better left unsaid, right? At times for a lot of things that goes on in every every event that we do. Every event that we do that me and you go to, Squatch Dog, you know, Crypto Connection, you know, everything that we go to, whether it's Footstock or it's the Southeast Texas Bigfoot Conference or the Ohio or Hanabi or whatever it is, doesn't matter. It's always going to be something. It's a lot of times it's better just to, you know, to, to reel in your own little knowledge and then you know when, who to keep away from and who to be close to. Exactly. And that that's if I had to sum up my my main grievance with the with Jefferson this year, my main my number one grievance. I brought my friend Corey, which you met for the first time there. Yes, I love Corey. I brought him, and this was his vacation. He's never done anything Bigfoot. I was gonna introduce him to everybody and get start getting him into it. It's his vacation. I already knew I'm down to help whoever needs help. I have absolutely no problem doing right. that. It turned his vacation and it turned my half-ass vacation into work. Right. And, and, and I, I, it's once again, it's it's just me being petty. But I spent 
almost $350 in tickets and I ended up working and I, you know, still paid $350. So, you know, it's just one of those things. And, but that's water under the bridge. I don't care. Whatever. Right. Hey man, I'll go back to a saying in the eighties. I'm mad too, Eddie. It was some crazy shit that we had in here in Texas and that's what we did. And I'm mad too about some dumb shit for sure. But anyway, but yeah, getting, but we, getting off uh, of the negative side. Yeah, we did. We digress once again, so we'll move on. We got to spend time with our people. That yeah, is the best the part best, of it. That's the best time ever, right, Logan? Is that not? Is that not the truth? You know, it doesn't matter. We even if we don't talk about Bigfoot, even if we don't talk about if, if, what if it's about music or whatever else it is. Doesn't matter. We exactly. all get to hang out. It's the best time, man. I'll say that the the Halloween bash, I think that was a really good, you know, I like that you and Jeff, you know, you and Jeff got to interact a, a lot and, you know, you're getting to learn from an old dude and he does something from you. So you, you will always remember that no matter what, you know, exactly. you're that type of person. You're not a, I know you throw your dick out there and you, uh, you know, I'm Logan versus everyone, but really Logan has a really great heart. And when somebody like Jeff Kripp, Crypto Hulk Stewart reaches out to you and and treats you as a friend like he does. I mean, that's an awesome thing, dude. Yes, sir. Not that he's not not that he's famous or anything. It's just because he's such a great ass dude. <laughs> I mean, he just is that dude. You know, you just can't you can't help but love him. And I, I made like I, I made a post on Facebook because we're going back to Facebook that family is who you choose. Right. And ninety eight percent of my family are from Bigfoot. You're yeah, my family. Too. Anne's my yeah. family. Jeff's my family. Yeah. Steven, Jennifer, all of these people. Steven, Jennifer, dogs. Lauren, Shelly, all of us. We, we, we're family members. A lot of times, sometimes we don't get along. Sometimes we disagree on certain things, but no matter what. And that's family. Still in the family, you know, Hey man, it's, it's, and, and a Bigfoot reference is how you carry your dick. You know, I mean, you are who you are. So, you know, you project yourself upon other people. And if Jeff Stewart don't like you, then, you know, there's a problem, you know, because (laughs) our homeboy, you know, like Jason, if Jason don't like you, then there's an issue because Jason only has very few friends. I love how the universal measuring stick, though, to make sure that if it's known, (laughs) The nicest, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care. The nicest, bar none, most happy, always positive person in Bigfoot is Tanya Knight. Oh, most definitely. No, If you can manage to make her not like you, I oh. guarantee you there is not a single person in this community that likes hey, you. Man, that room in there is hers. That my, my spare bedroom, that's hers. If she ever needs anything that would, you know, there's no question in my mind. There's no... There's no even second thought. There would never be, and would never even have to say, "Can we?" No, because it would be done. We we've done it. We love her. That's our girl, and she's she's an inspiration to me because when I get up and I don't feel right and I don't feel good and I'm pissed off at the world, I start looking through Tanya's eyes and I go, "Wow, I'm a dumbass. What am I doing? This lady is going through what she's going through, and she's smiling. Come on, man. Fuck it. I can smile every day." I'm a happy person too. I love everybody. I don't want nobody to be mad at nobody. I don't want nothing. I don't want anything to be done that way. It has to happen, but I don't want it to be. You know, I don't never want to be the, that person. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't like to go against other people. You know, you know me, Logan, more than anybody, and yeah. I won't. You know, I'm not like that. 
So that lady right there, if you can't, if me and you can't get up every day and drag our ass out and go do something for somebody as well, you know, that one little thing that you do each day, because remember that could be Tanya, that person they needed. The lady came up to me. It was this morning. She came up to me and she said, I'm sorry, sir. Please don't hit me. And I was like, I won't hit you. I was just standing there getting some gas. And she was like, I'm homeless. I live over here behind this. And she gave me the spill or whatever. And I said, listen, I don't have any, but I, I have some change here. Give me a second. You know, thank you so much. Thank you so much. What's my change? It's just sitting in my truck anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm not gonna, I'm going to pray for her. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what we do for Tanya. That that lady is an inspiration like nobody's business, dude. That was the first week of the 6 weeks of trial and error. Yeah, the first. Me and me and Corey went out the Thursday before and we went on Caddo Lake and we kayaked. We got about I think it was we got about 3 miles down. No, it was probably I'm trying to remember it was No, we got 3 hours. We got 3 hours down. And we turned around and started to come back. And it started raining. Yep. And we paddled the entire way back in the rain on Caddo Lake in kayaks. Let me tell you, I have been out there by myself with no lights in the middle of the night trying to figure out how to get back to where I was. I came in at. I don't know which one I would rather take, the rain or that. Because even at night with no light, I never, you know, I, I don't know why. It, it, I felt calm. I felt comfortable. But with the rain, the only thing I can think of is I'm going to sink. I'm going to sink. My kayak's going to fill up and I'm going to sink. Yeah, and bad. anyway, the week after was the Falk Monster Halloween Bash Campout Super Mega Loch Ness Daytime Yellers Wavelength Radio. Yeah, bunch of little kids. Bunch of fun. Yeah. La, la, la. Ha, ha, ha. Yep. And, and I loved that because it was literally, it was exactly the opposite of Jefferson. And it's what I needed at the time. Yes. It was a get together where you get to sit down with your family and you get to talk, you get to yes. share, you get to be with them. Yeah. You're not worrying about presenting. You're not worrying about any of this other stuff. You're not, you don't care who's there. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. LVE security was essentially truly <laughs> formed Yes. At at the Arkansas conference, uh, well, I'm fuck Arkansas conference at the campout. I mean, it was there, there, there was there is a lot of uh things that are background that uh, let's just say LVE security almost jumped ass on somebody because that was bad. But we're not going to talk about that on the show. Yeah, we won't do that. Yeah, we won't do. I got you. No, no, there was a few things. We're at the uh. So we went from Jefferson to the Halloween bash, and then you've been on your own for a few weeks now. Yes. Doing your thing. I didn't do anything else. I didn't fuck camping. (laughs) Sometimes it pisses me off. Too much bullshit for me. I need a camper. I just want Campfire Kenny to have like a camper. It gets out. I'm going to tell you right now. I want something like Glenn Haskins' uh, Chupacabra. Yes, most definitely. Man, and a shout out to Glenn Haskins for damn sure, because him and Juju, man, they were great. You know, that's the thing. That's what I like about it. You know, we get that's how I met. That's how I met Glenn. He was at the conference and him and Uncle Dave were there and it was cool and everything. But when we went into the February or March, whatever it was, when Keith did the first Falk Monster camp out, dude, I got to meet somebody new. 
and it, and he's turned out to be like a really. I mean, we'll be able to find one of Anne's great great grandpas or great 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 grandpas that was in Confederacy in a cemetery that nobody can get to except for Glenn's friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So you'll get to go see something that nobody else can go see because of that. So yeah, I like to camp out things. I think it's better. We had fun, man. I cooked. We cleaned. We all did everything. You did so much for me, man. You just, I I, I, I really, honestly, I didn't get to hug you enough and tell you enough, probably, <laughs> how much I appreciated everything you did for me. Because you knew how much shit I had. And, you know, it sat on the trailer for, like, until, like, a week and a half ago. Some of the <laughs> stuff that could set out. It was yeah. like, fuck that shit, dude. That's a lot of stuff to haul. I'm telling you right now, my car has not been unloaded until yesterday. Right. I, I have had everything loaded in that car because, like I said, I have been nonstop every weekend going, going somewhere. Yes. Yep, you keep going. So you're not going nowhere this weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Bigfoot. It's finally, it's, this is the first weekend in a while that it is not Bigfoot related. That's good. Now, we all, we all know that when I go to Arkansas, I get a little skittish because... Uh, as far as I know, I'm wanted in Arkansas. You are. I didn't know that. You remember the the story about the guy that went missing oh, yes. and they, they tried to pin it on me and I had the uh, sheriff's department in a certain county, which will remain unnamed for, I guess, legal reasons. Uh, they they called and tried to find me here and I, I had to talk to him like a couple of times for a couple of weeks anyway. Uh, to my knowledge, I'm wanted in Arkansas still. So when I go there, I tend to be, like, very cautious with what I do. Right. Me and Big Dog went to a gas station. This is I, I completely, I, I just wanted that to be known that I'm skittish in Arkansas, and then I'm going to completely not even try to segue the topic. I, me and Big Dog went to a uh, gas station so we could get sandwich bags, and I needed gas. Anyway... Me and him were jamming out, and we were uh, singing uh, Rapper's Delight and whatever. Yes. And we f somehow managed the first gas station we went to that had it had sandwich bags. I've never paid attention to that in a gas station. Anyway, there was like this chick working the uh, cash register thingy. I was walking out, and I was super focused because I was like, I need to get out of town. I need to get back to the woods where there are no cops. And I'm walking out of this place. She goes, happy Halloween. And I said, you too. And I don't know what about that was funny. I guess it's, you just, you, I guess I should have said happy Halloween back or something, but she just started laughing. What? Is there, I don't know. I have no idea why. That's just something that I thought was weird. What? Was that across the street from uh, the Monster Mart? No, no. Oh, we went, okay. we went, we went back into Texas to get gas. Oh shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. I made a wrong turn. Oh God! Anyway, go ahead. We won't. We won't. We will not need to go there. <laughs> yeah. So that was a weird thing. Weird, dude. What the fuck? Another weird thing that happened, like literally five minutes before I pulled into, uh, before I pulled into the campground, my girlfriend just randomly, well, my ex now, randomly broke up with me. I know. I remember that. That was really weird. I I still don't know what happened there, and I'm just kind of like, okay, but I mean, I guess we're all, we're all okay. Nothing else has been said. So uh, Loki's single. I'm just six. Month, man, he's a, he's a sexy beast. I promise. I, I'm, I'm six foot four. I am medically uh, classified as overweight. Uh, I like long walks in the woods. Sometimes I like to whistle the tune to uh uh. What is it? Bink sake from One Piece. I my oh, favorite color. 
Is well, we red. don't need we need to know though, because maybe they don't know the name of that, so you gotta whistle that. Anyway, we'll we'll open a Bigfoot tender later. Um <laughs> Right. <laughs> Come on, Bigfoot. Finish it up. Okay. Anyway, after Arkansas, that's <laughs> when you went home. Tinder. Yeah, we went home. <laughs> but that was where I began. <laughs> because let me let me get the I'm trying to get I had the investigation with Michael. That was week one for me. Right. The next week was Jefferson. The week after that was Arkansas. After that was uh, the conference in Colgate, Oklahoma. Yes, you went to Colgate, right. Me and Tanya went to Colgate. Yes. Uh, Actually, that Friday. Yeah, the Friday before, we went and watched wrestling in Harlington? Somewhere over by Dallas. We went over there and we watched wrestling. And then That's why we, I love you, Logan. That's why I love you because you're such a you're you're a team player for damn sure. If anybody wants me to go watch wrestling with them, if it is within a reasonable distance, I will go. Which actually, speaking about that, there is a wrestling show in Cold Spring coming up. Really? That's yeah. right by my house. There's actually a a wrestler from uh, Grant Saline where I live. There is yeah. a wrestler that's going to be wrestling in that. Really? When? Uh, I'd have to. Uh, yeah, find out. Let me know. I'll, I'll hey, send it man. to you. Yeah, and maybe you maybe you can make it down. I think it's in December. Anyway, you could be my Christmas present. Ooh, I'll put a bow on it. <laughs> no, that's right. You Sasquatch, big dick bastard. Ooh. Me and Tanya went to Colgate, and originally I wasn't going to go to Colgate. I was convinced by some people to go. When Tanya said that she wanted to go with me, I was like, "Well, there's my reason. You know, that's the main reason exactly. I'm going to go to Colgate." Which Colgate, it was it was cool, but it ended up mainly being vendors. I mean, it was literally, I considered it a vendor get-together. It turns out that they really didn't advertise at all locally. Really? Yeah, so not a lot of people showed up that weren't already, like, hardcore Bigfoot people. Right. So, uh, yeah, it was basically just a vendor get-together, which was fine. It was fun. I got to spend time with Keith and Lauren and uh, Michael and all of them and Tanya. Me and Tanya camped out that night with uh, Marvin Leeper and his friends. Uh, we came back home the next day. Oh, uh, while we were there, Tanya wanted to get donuts. Okay. So we went and we drove and we found the donut store and we go in there. Now, Kenny, you know what an eclair is, correct? Yes. We go into this donut store and I see an eclair. There's this young girl working the cashier stand and I go, can I please get an eclair? And she goes, a what? I said, an eclair. What's an eclair? I said, it's that thing right there. It's an eclair. A what? At that point, the owner, what I presume to be the owner, walks over there and goes, what's what's wrong? And she goes, he wants an eclair. And the owner looks at me and goes, what is an eclair? I have to walk over and point it out and point at it because, you know, COVID crap. They have stuff stacked in front, <coughs> so you can't get right up on it. So I'm over here, like, shaking my finger at it in the distance. God. Going, that, that thing. So they finally point at it, and I go, yes, that yeah. is an eclair. Eclair, right. We call it eclair, right, exactly. And they go, this, this girl never misses a beat. And she goes, that's a long john. A what? A long john. No, that's something you wear under your clothes when you're cold. Right? I said, I don't care what it is. I that's want it in my belly in about five minutes. Can I please have it? Are you going to be my snack, bitch? 
She then, as she, she doesn't even wait for me and Tanya to leave. As she's checking us out, she looks at the owner and goes, these people call Long John's everything. And I go, how many more names for an eclair is there other than Long John? <laughs> what the fuck? Right? They call them everything. Whatever. I want the chocolate covered donut that has that cream in the middle. I need some cinnamon buns. That was, that was, uh. That was the last day of our, me and Tanya's road trip. Uh, <laughs> so, um. Then you went with Steven and them on the next one, right? Because that was the last one, right? Maybe. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Me and Michael, Jefferson, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I guess it was only five weeks. <laughs> hey, man. Sounds like a ton of weeks. So, there's an, there's an event. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't really an event. It was just me going out with somebody. And I can't remember who it was I went out with, and I'm sorry. But that was the other week. It was actually, that happened in between Jefferson and Arkansas. There was a weekend. Oh, yeah, there was a weekend. Yes, I remember. And I forgot who I went out with, but me and somebody went out and did something. Yeah, you told me that. I remember you telling me that. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But anyway, now we're here on the sixth weekend. Is that the top of your Bigfoot head? Um, for legal reasons, penis? for legal reasons, I'll have to let you answer that for me. Well, let me just tell you, I've seen it, and it's a sizzling. I'm oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all the if anybody's wearing headphones while this happens, they're gonna peek out. <laughs> Sorry about that, love you. You're good, I can make that work. <laughs> You're so but, but this last weekend. It was Stephen James' birthday, so I went out with them, and we went to Oklahoma again. Kenny knows nothing about what I'm about to say. No, so, no clue. So strap yourself in, because I'm going to try to make this fast. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and mute myself, so I don't say nothing, and I'm going to let him roll. Stephen and them had been out there since I believe Tuesday. They stayed the night in a hotel Tuesday because they got there late. Everywhere they go, they're super. They live in Abilene. So they're super far from everything. So they stayed in a hotel, I believe, Tuesday night, and then they actually set up camp Wednesday. I got out there Friday night, and I was there till Sunday. They had a recorder going the entire time they were there. And on that first night they were camping, and Kenny, I don't know if you remember us talking about this or not, when me, Ann, and all of us went out there, we actually were getting EVPs, and uh, Ann got an EVP, and me and Steven, me and Ann, and Ann and Steven actually heard it themselves, a female voice from nowhere. Yes, yes. Well, Steven actually caught that same exact voice again on his recorder. Steven being Steven, though, is trying to find a way to get it out and not make it something, but he can't explain it. I've listened to it multiple times. I know I I have a 90% guarantee on it that it is the same thing that Ann captured while we were out there. Right. Anyway, that happened. Uh, Walking sticks are still plentiful out there. Are they really? (laughs) Yes, they are everywhere. I, I filmed another, I have to, uh, I have a lot. It is going to take forever to edit. I'm making a super LVE basically. Are you really? (laughs) Um, I'm making a super episode that is going to cover everything from Jefferson all the way till this weekend. So how long have you been doing that, LVE? How long have I been doing it or editing it's, it? No, yeah. How long have you been doing your your deal when you started? About a, it's been about a year and a month. Oh yeah. So you need to do your anniversary episode. Bam. 
this was going to be my anniversary episode. I had an entire theme that I had planned for it. I knew what I wanted. And once again, Tanya was supposed to go with me on this uh, trip for Steven's birthday. And right. I had ideas that I wanted to film specifically with her. Right. I, they would have, she would have made that episode mean so much more for oh, how I wanted to do it. Most definitely. I'm not trying to put her down or anything. You oh, know, no. she got she got sick. I she can't help that. I, mm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna end up having to make do with what I have. You know, that's that's nobody's fault at all. That's nope. just how yeah. that's just how the the dice landed. That's while, how Bigfoot balls bounced. While we were out there, though, uh, I recorded a new promo a promo video for King of the Cryptids, and it's going to take forever to edit. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> this is going to be a super episode because I I have a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. That's funny, Dane. If you've made it this far into this episode, I would like to go ahead and tease that I am working on both LVE and Logan versus Kenny merchandise. I've been playing around and I've got people right now that are getting me, you know, designs made up and whatnot. So here's I want to say hopefully before, you know, February, I'm going to have something made up that both me and Kenny can, you know, get out there for people who would actually cool, want man. it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm with you. You know, hey, I'm in it. I want us to just uh, you're my friend and I love this is like the best time ever. You know, like I told you, I missed you. It's been six weeks. I mean, we got to spend a lot of time together. We got, I got a lot of great hugs, you know, from you. And you were there the whole time. We loaded up from the the camp out. And, you know, without you, man, dude, I mean, because I'd be going fucking nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just too much. You know, it's just, I mean, I'm thinking, all, I, my whole thing is I'm thinking, I got to, I got to, I cook, I got to cook all this food. I got to load up all my shit. I got to drive this motherfucking shit all the way home. I got to fucking unload this fucking whole shit. Because why? Because I've been off for three days and I own my own business and I'm the only motherfucker. I am the employee. I'm the boss, but I'm the employee. Yeah. <laughs> so when motherfuckers are calling me on Monday motherfucking morning after I got home from Arkansas at nine o'clock at night, still ain't unloaded. Not a motherfucking thing. <laughs> Dude, it was a fu and then slapping on fucking cot. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. like he was sleeping in the motherfucking Hilton. It wasn't like I was like living it up. No, I'm man. To, I, I, I'm, I made sure because I didn't have my hammock or anything. I used your tent. Yeah. And uh, I, I just slept on the ground. I just made sure every night that I got liquored up enough that it was comfortable. Right. Oh, yeah. And you that's what you do. You know, that's that's how it is. I mean, you don't. But it's it's so much fun, though. I mean, I, I think I felt. I, I told Ann I think it took me a week and a half to recover from that event because of sleep yes, and just having so much fun and breathing and just cooking, keeping the fires going. Because, and I love it. I'm not bitching at all. I will do it any, any motherfucking day. Let me tell you something. If I was rich, motherfucker, you would be driving by my house getting some food. I'm not sure Nobody if you're promoted or demoted to campsite, Kenny. I I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Anybody want to? I mean, look, I feel like this is what I told you. I think it was last. It was at, uh, was it in March when we did the first camp out out there? And they, they, they were like letting the fire go. I was like, y'all can't throw wood on a fire. Like people can't throw wood on a fire. I came back to their campfire and the campfire, everybody was just looking at, looking at me. Like I was supposed to be throwing some wood on the fire. I'm like, listen, y'all, if something, what if, campfire, Kenny falls down, sprays his ankle, busts his knee. 
maybe dies of a heart attack and y'all about to freeze to death. What y'all going to do? At least exactly body over there and get me going, you know, something. But y'all got to do something. <laughs> no, I told you Footstock was the best example. It rained the whole time. The first one and I was cooking three briskets and I, I, I don't care. Jeff was there. Stuart, Jason, every all these people were there. There was a bunch of them. And I kept saying I, I, I've been up for like. 25 26 hours straight and i was going to try to go lay down for an hour because i needed to cook these briskets because i didn't you know i'm my i got sasquatch balls now you know i gotta make sure that my guys already heard from keith crabtree that i know i'm the best uh you know brisket cooker and then jeff's saying the same thing and everybody all the dudes that have the biggest Sasquatch balls are telling me this shit, dude. And it's pouring down rain. Lightning. Lightning up my skin, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, just, like, scared me. I mean, a couple of times I had to go get in out of the tent because it was so bad. It was badass storm. Rain the whole fucking time. And guess okay. what? Guess what? When it was time to eat, not one person said a word about nothing. All you heard was... That's all you heard. All you heard them was eating the brisket. None of them said nothing. Later they did, but at that time, no. You fun times. That's what we do. We have one a great, thing. One thing. One thing that happened while I was out in Oklahoma for Stephen's birthday. Saturday night of all nights. I don't know who pissed off God himself. <laughs> but I was in a little almost for me it was a one man tent. It was not staked down because we didn't think it needed to be staked down. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be part of the LVE. So this is a tease, everybody. We were assaulted with just absolute tornado gale force winds. Everything, everything. When I say everything, the only two things that were left standing were Stephen's big princess tent, the big like eight person, whatever it is, tent, and my Blackstone grill. Now, what happened was... I ended up getting out of my tent because it kept slapping me in the face and I went to sleep in my Jeep. My Jeep's name, by the way, is Black Death. So if I ever say Black Death, I'm talking about my Jeep. I get in there and I go to sleep. All right. Steven wakes me up about, I want to say, 2, 2.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And he says, we're going to go to Mina and get a, a motel for the night because it's not safe to be here. I did not look around. I was waking up. I was like, man, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> was like, okay, whatever. All I know is when I got out of my the back of my car and walked around to the front, my tent that was there and the potty tent were missing. They were gone. Uh, so we got oh, in. It was gone. We got back in, uh, we got in our cars and we left. This is two, we're going to say two o'clock in the morning. We go, we go to, uh, we have to go to Arkansas because once again, I'm wanted in Arkansas. So we always go there and we go to a, uh, we go to a motel. They're Louisiana. We got to go to Arkansas. We we go, thanks friends. (laughs) We go to a motel. Oh, dude, Kenny. Kenny, this story, this story just gets better, and Steven's not going to want me to put this part out here, but I've already made the joke. And this is this is all true events. I'm just telling you. you. No, I know. Me and you, hey, we both, we, 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 I'll be honest with you, you be honest with me. That's how we make this work, right, baby? So we go to this motel, and it's about, at this point, it's about three in the morning, okay? Right. We check in, we get in here. It's two beds in this in this hotel. 
Steven has both of his kids, Jen and him and me, and we have uh, their dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Jen and the kids get one bed. Me and Stephen get the other bed. <laughs> oh, it gets better. There's a lot of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... I'm gonna pee my... I'm gonna fucking pee my... Oh, we're not even there yet. We're not, not even, even there, there. yet? Really? I'm, question, I'm questioning whether I should tell the rest of this story. Um, oh, you can tell... And just so you know, I mean, you know, I won't never... I won't never douchebag either. <laughs> when it comes to certain shit, dude. You know, I'm, never I'm not. Scared. I'm not worried about it at all. I find this absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I think it is fucking hilarious. So right before we go to sleep, Stephen, literally, I'm getting into bed. I'm getting on the. There's the bed is up against the wall, so I get up against the wall. Stephen gets the side over, you know, with a little thing to walk down. He's right across from Jen and whatnot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen goes, there's plenty of room on this bed. I go, oh, God, I know how Stephen is. My my number one fear is he's going to sit there and fart all night long. Right. He's going to fuck you over. <laughs> I go to sleep. Keep in mind, this is probably around 3.40, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. I wake up around, I want to say, I want to say I wake up around... Seven o'clock. And Steven is pushed up against me. Okay. And 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 I've I have rolled onto my back. So I'm looking straight up at the ceiling. I have one arm. I have one arm behind my head. I got a piece. Steven's head is on my arm. And he's beside me. And I'm sitting there and I wake up and I go. And like, you know that thing when you're waking up and you're like, oh my gosh, who did I just wake up or go to sleep with? What did I do? What did I do? So you know that moment when you look yeah. over and you realize you're no longer drunk and she doesn't look as good as she did? What the fuck did I do? I start, I'm, I'm laughing. I am laughing, but I'm keeping it, I'm not laughing out loud. I'm sitting there trying not to. Okay. I, you might get poked in the ass. Oh, we're getting there. Okay. <laughs> here we go. We're so going down I, the rabbit hole, motherfucker. I'm, sit, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, you know, I'm laughing inside. I'm like, there's no way this can get any worse. And, and I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, man, this is hilarious, and I wish somebody was videoing this. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I, I sat there. I was so tired I could not move. We were in this position... We were in this position for like I don't know thirty minutes. He was out. He was, he was out cold. Okay, everybody was asleep, maybe except for Jen. I don't know if Jen was awake or not. She's the only other one that wakes up. Like Jen wakes up. Okay, and she goes outside. She looks at me and looks at Stephen, and she starts laughing. And I say, just shut up. I said, unless you're going to film this, just shut up. Yeah. So she she takes the dog outside the walk. And this is where I'm upset. Right. When she leaves and she goes outside, Stephen rolls over and he puts a leg over me and he puts an arm over me. Yeah. 
And he is he is straight up getting like nuzzled in there. And it was at that point where I started laughing my ass off out loud. And I said, dude, dude, you got to wake the fuck up. <laughs> See, that's said, how I know that you yeah, you and him have that connection because you do love him. And it's okay that it, it's okay that it happened. But, you know, it could happen with us, too. So, you know, not that I would try to be infringe on his lovingness or whatever. But, hey, man, you never know. I said, I said, Stephen, you got to wake up. I said, this is not, you know, we ain't doing this. And Stephen wakes up. And once again, you know, the feeling when you see the drunk, you're no longer drunk. <laughs> Stephen wakes up and looks at me and goes, oh, shit. And rolls damn near off of that bed to get off of me. Yeah, I think that he he was just worried. He was upset because it was in front of other people. Otherwise, it was in clothes. <laughs> If it was like in a different, if it was a different setting, you're in a motel, you're on some kind of excursion, whatever, in an igloo, whatever, oh, yeah. and it's possible that. He would be that, cuddling Oh, all yeah, the time. he'd be cuddling. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, yeah, it would be, hopefully he doesn't have the Bigfoot serrated dick, because that <laughs> way your butthole would be just fucked up. That, <laughs> he, he, he literally, Jen came back in the room, he woke up, and he said, I thought you were Jin. <laughs> I said, do I fucking look like you? Do I feel like her? Anyway, you know, come on, man. Oh, and that yeah. is the closest I've ever physically been to Steven. It's all. Uh, uh, I can see that. I mean, he's cute. You know, he's not, <laughs> you know, he's not, he's not, you know, ugly, you know, he just has his little deals, but. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, we went back to camp. We went back to camp. Was it band camp? It was not band camp. Thank God it wasn't band camp. But we went back to camp, and everything, the entire kitchen, the tarps <laughs> we had set up, my tent, the potty tent. Yeah, gone. The chairs, everything was blown. I mean, like, you know, it was all gone. The only thing left standing was the princess tent, because it was staked down. It's a big tent. And the black stone grill. Those were the, the only two the things. Black and that was what happened this weekend. Now we are here. Yeah. A week from Thanksgiving, from tomorrow, we'll be uh, celebrating a Thanksgiving. Families get together and people are supposed to love each other, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We got a few days off and we go from there. I mean, pray for Tanya for sure. Oh, but, uh, actually, know. while we were recording this, she sent me a message. She is now back home. Well, thank God. Praise they, God. They uh they were actually supposed to release her yesterday, but one of the doctors wanted to keep her an extra day just to be sure. So she got back home today, and she said she's feeling great. So there you go. Like I said, man, Logie, whenever we – I call you Logie because Goober, your friend, Lauren, calls you Logie. She's an inspiration. So, you know, that girl, Tanya, is something we all – and I appreciate you just, just – you know, you're close by, and you can – Give some support because that's what what we need. Now we've almost been recording for two hours, so oh, I have to. Uh, we're gonna have to bring this to a close. I would like to say this weekend, though. You asked the question earlier if I'm going to get a break. The answer is no. I'm going back to Jefferson and I'm going to Marshall for a. Uh, we're doing a. They put me in charge since I'm the best man of a bachelor party, and I said Wait. fuck fuck a strip club. I said we are going to watch wrestling and eat in Jefferson. So that's what we're doing. 
All right, go to Annie Skinner's and uh, exactly, and make sure you go by, go by and see Jerry and them because they'd be happy to see you. They know you. It doesn't matter, dude. I'm telling you, go by there and see them when you're there. And man, the more you go see them, you know, it helps them do your little, do the shit you do. You know, smooge them. Oh you, yeah. You know, you'll get your. They're good people, so go yes, make sir. sure you go by and see them. And then Sunday. I'm going to Grapevine, apparently. I was told that about an hour ago. So, uh, no, I do not get a break this weekend. I'm still going. But no. I am not I am not going to drive to Grapevine. I'm letting the other people do that. There you go. One thing we have to do before we end, though. Okay. A Minute of Babel, brought oh, to you by yeah. Babel. We all want to learn Spanish, and we all want to be proper. There is a time when you just can't be proper. You have to use slang. You have to talk like you work in a kitchen, all right? I'm not going to use the proper word. I'm going to use the slang word for our topic of the day, which is penis. Penis. If you wish to say penis or someone with a very low IQ in Spanish slang, you would say pito. Pete. Pito. 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 Now, one sentence that I learned while I worked in a kitchen was, mi pito es muy fiera para tu which means, basically, in broken Spanish, my penis is very hard like steel. <laughs> and with that, we have reached a new low, and I must bid everyone adieu. This has been Logan versus Kenny. And slam a lam a ding dong with your big damn sling slong. And we wish you all a good day, a good night. And happy holidays. Happy holidays, because they're coming up, and... Yeah. yeah. All right. Enough talking about penises. Bye, everyone. We love you.